Today's episode of the Weaving the Wow podcast is all about the Scorpio full moon and lunar eclipse. Oh, it's a big one, a juicy one, and I reckon you'll likely be feeling it a lot already. But before we dive in though, I want to drop a very quick and very special invitation here. It's a little bit time sensitive, but I want you to feel in and see how your heart is responding. Yeah. My friends, Wildkin season two is here and I couldn't be more excited for what this space holds. Three months three ceremonies, three gatherings, a date with the sacred that you can pencil into your calendar and look forward to each month. The anticipation of meeting and devoting time with and to yourself. This is a simple space. Picture yourself arriving, cuppa in hand. I've already built the fire, but I'm throwing on another log just for good measure. And you can sense the rest of our kin arriving too as their faces pop up on the screen. There's nothing for you to do. Nothing you need to know or learn. Because wild kin is a place for you to grow still in your world. To deepen. To remember. With the wisdom of your body, your heart your womb, your imagination, your soul. This isn't a course. I'm not promising to teach you anything here. I'm offering an experience, a space to journey and connect to the wisdom and energies within you and around you that you might otherwise miss in the busyness of life. And I trust that you know, right? If you know, you know. If this space resonates and reverberates throughout your body, if you feel it speaking to you, I invite you to come a little closer to the fire. The doors are open. Your kin are already gathering and growing in numbers. And if you join us before the 18th of May, you can sign up for the early bird price before it goes up to the full cost of 222. There's so much magic woven within these three monthly ceremonies. I haven't even mentioned our theme for the season, which is seed and root. What new life and potential lies quietly beneath the surface in the dark, fertile soil of winter. Speaking of winter as well, I've specifically selected the dates that we're gathering on around the winter solstice. So if you want to join me, In ceremony on the day of the solstice, this is where I'll be, guiding you and our wild kin and journeying beside you. We also have a very special guest facilitator who I'm yet to reveal, who will guide us through our third and final journey on the Capricorn full moon. Wild kin, my love. Three months, three ceremonies. Early bird is available now. You can find the link in the show notes or go straight to my website, rachelhodgins.com to take your seat around the fire with us. And now, on with the show. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. 
In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins, and I'm honored to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. The Scorpio full moon will take place on Monday the 16th of May at 2.14pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Now, the eclipse won't be visible for us here in Australia, but you will see it right across North and South America and parts of Europe and Africa as well. This is a total lunar eclipse, also known as a blood moon, because the moon takes on this deep red tone when it's being eclipsed. You won't want to miss it. (laughs) If you can go outside, do it. Just, you know, look up the time of your eclipse for your local area. And if you do, if you're looking up, know that we'll be feeling its magic right alongside you. But whether you can see this eclipse or not, one thing is for sure. You will feel it. Oh, you will. (laughs) In fact, maybe you already are. Is it coming in hot? I always say a Scorpio full moon is one of the biggest, most powerful moons of the year, lighting up the depths of Scorpio's shadow realms with the full beam of our watery luminary, right? Our full moon. That's a powerful combination in its own right. And then add to the fact that this is a total lunar eclipse. (sighs) All I can say is get ready. The Scorpio blood moon is here and she has things she'd like you to know. We're going to look at Scorpio energy in a moment, but first I just want to touch on why a lunar eclipse is so powerful and the sort of energy that you're likely to experience because of this full moon. So right at the basics, a lunar eclipse only occurs on a full moon. And it's basically, it's when the earth moves between the sun and the moon, effectively blocking the sun's light from reflecting off the moon's surface. Sometimes we only move a little bit in the way. And so we kind of, we only block part of the sun's light from reflecting. That's called a partial eclipse. And depending on the degree, you might see a section of the moon looks a bit darker, or maybe the moon just looks a little bit less round, like less perfectly round. But a total lunar eclipse occurs when the earth is smack bang in the center of that path. Zero degrees. The moon is plunged entirely into darkness for a time. So we here on Earth cast a shadow on the moon. That's what happens on an astrological level, right? And in those physical realms, like we really feel this. Our bodies feel it. That's not imagined. That's not woo-woo, right? We are situated between these two entities, the sun and the moon, These gravitational forces affect us 
right? As the moon orbits around us and we orbit around the sun and we come into perfect alignment. We call it a conjunction. But on an astrological level, eclipses also bring a lot of energy. They are positively fizzing with energy. It's big energy and it holds the keys for change, upheaval, and realignment on a collective and individual level. I kind of like to think of eclipses as these times when the universe is moving in and moving parts in a more direct way. They're not so much a time for doing as they are for noticing, holding awareness, receiving and allowing. You don't want to push anything here. In fact, the very point is you won't need to. It's all happening. It's all coming up. It's all falling into place by design of the universe itself. And if you hold curiosity, awareness, and you're open, even if it's tough, right? And it will be. <laughs> but if you are open, this energy can catapult you forward in ways you could not even imagine. Eclipses are often referred to as fated events. They just seem to be dripping with synchronicities and coincidences. Things happening in ways that could never have been planned. Call it fate. Call it destiny. Call it divine timing. This is why they kind of feel to me as these times when the universe or source, whatever you wish to call it, it's a time when the universe is moving in closer to move pieces in a more hands-on way. And yes, you know, the universe is always there, always co-creating and responding to you and with you. But every so often we have these pockets where it steps in. It takes a more direct, overt role and things happen. And I believe this is also why there is such an unpredictable energy during eclipses and eclipse season in general, right? There's a distinct sense of wobbliness to eclipse energy, like we're on shaky ground. Things seem a bit unstable and unsteady. The ancients in multiple cultures believed it was dangerous even to be outside under the light of an eclipse. They stayed indoors or under shelter. I certainly wouldn't recommend putting your crystals out under this moon. Like, Just keep in mind that while this energy is big and potent and powerful, it's also buzzing with the unpredictable energies of change. That's not always like, I want to say it's not the safest energy, but that's not quite right. We're talking about life force and creation energies. There is a chaos to this creative energy, right? And that's not necessarily the kind of frenetic energy you want to be charging your rose quartz crystal up with. I'll just, I'll just say that. <laughs> now, the other thing I need to say about a lunar eclipse before we dive into how Scorpio comes into the mix here is that a lunar eclipse essentially holds the energy of a full moon 
if you timed it by 100. So where a full moon is illuminating, right, it, it highlights all the things that are present that need tending to, that need releasing, shedding, all of this energy, right? A lunar eclipse is much the same energy, just bigger and more potent. And when I say bigger, I mean the shifts and the things coming up or letting go at these times, they tend to be less about the mundane day-to-day of life and more about the bigger picture, soul alignment and your evolution. Eclipses come to stir the change needed to not only create dramatic course corrections if you're a long way off your path but also to scoot you ahead further than you might be able to do so on your own yeah that's why something can happen within eclipse season that you just can't explain like something lands in your lap or something ends in a particular way where you you really can't go back And while you might have found your way to that same outcome over the course of, say, three or five or ten moons, an eclipse can come in and scoot you ahead in the course of just one. It's like a fast track, right? And maybe it's not obvious what the change is or what it means even right away. But the things that take place under and around an eclipse They are the initiators. They're often the moments of important turning points, big pivots, redirections, the instigators of realignment. Like I said, this is the magic of the universe playing directly right now. Don't be surprised by the way things seem to just appear out of thin air or implode seemingly out of the blue. They might have just snapped into or out of reality for this exact reason. And the last thing I want to say about this being a lunar eclipse is that this moon will most likely be highlighting big endings. Things will be revealed under this moon. Things that are needing or trying to end will become bleedingly obvious Eclipses have a knack at hitting you repeatedly on the head in a way that is hard enough and loud enough to get your attention. A lunar eclipse pulls into the light the things which have been sitting in the furthest shadows. They draw them forth and show you what must be cleared, what must be dealt with in order for you to leap ahead and breathe in your next iteration. Breathe in the reality that you desire so deeply. And that's not to say that this happens smoothly or that it feels like freedom in motion, right? This energy can feel confusing and chaotic and overwhelming. It can be really hard. And being a full moon, right, a lunar eclipse, it's likely asking us to look at things that we don't feel comfortable looking at. And letting go of things that feel familiar. Allowing endings when we've been holding on like our life depends on it. So many truths that have been concealed or delegated to the darkest corner so we don't have to deal with them. Light being cast into the shadows. 
Which brings me to Scorpio. This lunar eclipse takes place in the sign of Scorpio and as such, Scorpio is bringing the full brunt of her mystery and her energy to the table. Like I said, like Scorpio full moon is a big powerful time to begin with, but the fact that it's an eclipse means this energy packs an extra wallop. Scorpio as a sign is about death and rebirth, the big stuff. Transformation. Her mantra is, I transform. And if I had to sum up Scorpio in one succinct thought, that would be it. The purpose of Scorpio is to take the shadow and transform it into power. Scorpio is very much about power, personal power, a power that's tied to the deepest recesses within not without. And that's why she's very much tied to matters of sovereignty, sexuality, sensuality, magic, and most importantly, emotions. All these things which we've been taught to deny. All the things we ignore individually and culturally, right? All the things which have been made taboo. You might think of Scorpio as the dark feminine energy. She governs all that's been relegated to the underworld. All that we've been cautioned as unsafe, unsanitary, unstable, dangerous. And yet it's also all that holds our power. Interestingly enough, our sexuality our sensuality, our pain, grief, anger, and also, dare I say it, passion, desire, want, feeling within the flesh, within the body. These are places we're more often taught not to venture, right? Mostly culturally. And yet, imagine what is in there. What piece of your power would you reinstate if you felt into your anger or your rage and you found the love and the passion that burns beneath it? What is that power? What would you find if you flipped over the rock that's been placed upon your own self-worth and you let that fertile seed breathe? What personal power would ignite if you shed the layers of shame, fear, all that disconnects you from feeling the fullness of your sexual being? And not for another, right? But without performing, without facades, but to feel and to understand what it means to be alive, to be in and of your body to be alive with the divinity of life force coursing through you and witnessing the way that it draws you not just up, 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 but down, down, down. What's that power? What would shift in your life if you cast off the anesthesia and you went after what you desire? Hey, that is your power. 
This is what Scorpio is beckoning you toward. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying power here. The specifics might look different for each of us, but these are the places where we can access our inner personal power, our autonomy, our sense of self, of sovereignty, of living deeply and expansively according to one's own self. And for many of us, these access points live deeply concealed and covered over by hurt, fear, trauma, a need for safety and familiarity. Like they're there, but it isn't easy to bring them online or to allow them to integrate fully enough to lead the way in our lives because they're tied up in unprocessed emotions and old patterns and programming. That's why we might want something so bad in our lives, but so long as we hold the story that we were taught as a child, that we are unlovable unless we are silent or unless we are giving, just as an example, we will continue to reach a block in how much we can receive. We will continue to limit our own capacity to create what we want. We'll make our vision smaller. We'll sabotage our own plans, right? So long as this belief lives there, thriving away down there in the shadows, it weaves its tendrils in every place that requires us to feel enough or to feel worthy in order to act and then expand in our lives. So <laughs> Scorpio is about power, that deep, beautiful, untamable power that's there within your inner reserves. But She's not here to tell you your power is all love and lightness, baby. <laughs> sure, you know, you'll experience all sorts of ways to express your power and organize and direct your power. Plenty of other signs teach us this. This is the beauty and part of the story, part of the evolution and cycle that is the, the wheel of the zodiac. But if you want to meet your power, you might want to take a deep breath because Scorpio will take you there, but you'll need to follow her to the darkest recesses of her ocean floor. Down there in the murky waters, she will show you exactly where your power has been placed, locked away with memories that make your body cringe, with feelings and emotions that you were never taught how to process or that you never felt safe to process. It's locked away there by patriarchal beliefs that your body, your autonomy, your desire, your intuition, your inner knowing, your feminine wisdom, they're dangerous and shameful and illegitimate. Locked away with patterns and stories that you've accepted as truth. Stories like, I deserve to be hurt or I'm entirely alone or I'm not strong. I'm too ugly. I'm too dumb. I'm crazy. 
I'm irresponsible, that I'm quintessentially bad or undeserving. These all sound extreme, right? I know. But if we want to know why we never quite feel enough or we never quite feel brave enough to do what it takes to make a change, to say goodbye or claim what we want, if we start to dig deeper, we start to find the roots from which these tendrils weave. And yeah, it can be confronting and shocking to realize like, oh my God, I believe that. I believe that. My little 10-year-old or 16-year-old self believed that. And I've just never questioned it. That story or that belief has been there in every decision, every choice I've made. It's there every time I react in that particular way. And that's why I feel so yuck and shitty when I do. Because it doesn't feel like me when I act that way. It's not me. It's something else that's calling the shots and I never knew it. That's why I felt so icky and so hopeless or resentful in those moments because me, my power, my true self has just been absent or unheard, unseen, unfelt. Scorpio might seem scary, right? Because she takes us into the places of our own inner landscape. She draws us to the depths of our inner ocean floor, where we're afraid to go. She asks us to look beyond the things that we can acknowledge about ourselves and to reach into the corners where we truly don't want to look. To open the boxes we determinedly pretend aren't there. She revels in this shit. (laughs) This is her jam. And it's not to torture us though. It's not, you know, just to humble us. And make sure that we remember we're not perfect and we have darkness and shadows like everyone else. I believe that Scorpio revels in this space because she can see what comes next. She knows it's uncomfortable. She knows that some parts of it can be excruciating. And this is where it's important to understand the core of Scorpio's energy. I transform. She's ruled by the planet Pluto, god of the underworld. She is the death and rebirth process. She is the cauldron of renewal. She is phoenix energy. Scorpio teaches us that the way through is through. It's not over. It's not under. There's no bypassing. But we don't need to get stuck or bogged down either. I will say that one of the shadows of Scorpio can be getting caught in the loop of shadow work, forever looking for the next thing to heal, you know, jumping from one thing to the next. And when we do that, we deny ourselves our phoenix moment, that very important integration that comes with bursting through fully stepping into that new beingness, 
right? The one where you live in a way that embodies the inner awareness and knowledge of what you just learned about yourself. We can't deny ourselves that. That is living in our power radiantly. So Scorpio invites us, this full moon and the lunar eclipse, to witness the links in the chain that hold you down, that stop you from reaching up, making it to the surface and soaring. She asks you to witness them, witness the hurt there, witness the lies and the untruths that have been tied so tightly around your self-trust, your self-belief, self-worthiness, your creativity, your expression. Witness what's really going on down there. Cast off the layers that weigh you down and conceal your radiant power and step toward Scorpio as she stirs her cauldron of transformation. You can offer it all to the pot. So what does this mean? (laughs) What the hell does this look like in terms of this eclipse? That sounds pretty, but speak plainly, Rach. All right, here's the thing. This full moon and eclipse is going to be speaking to you through your responses, your reactions, and emotions. It's probably going to be less about all the external things happening in your life and more about how you are feeling and responding to them. So whatever the universe is stirring up and plonking there right in front of you, whether you know an entire relationship just comes crashing down and implodes right before your eyes or you know or you find yourself going down the same old argument on the phone with your mum or whoever it may be, right? It doesn't have to be a completely new or out of the blue or out of the ordinary event. But whatever's being stirred up, it's less about the actual external events and entirely about what's going on internally within you. Emotions are going to be bubbling away at the surface. They will spill forth at just the brush of the trigger. This is your opportunity to dive in deeper and to ask why. What is down there? What's really going on? And in keeping with Scorpio's teaching, asking ourselves, where exactly am I giving, disconnecting, or denying my power in this moment? You know, with stories of unworthiness or too muchness or needing to appease, overgiving, codependency or isolation avoidance right what is playing out and why and what might my power look like in this situation how would it manifest if i were to embody it fully and take ownership of it in this situation these are the questions that scorpio is asking this full moon where is my inner power what does it look like And what's stopping it? Now, let's look at a couple of ways to put this into practice, right? And to work with this moon, okay? Number one, you don't need to do a ritual. The eclipse is the ritual. This is something that's really, really landed more and more for me. And it's something that the beautiful, amazing Tiani, an amazing astrologer, 
says she will say the eclipse is the ritual darlings so this is kind of you know zooming back to something that i shared earlier but you don't have to do anything this moon because it's already happening what is letting go and being called to release in your life isn't happening by your conscious choice it's happening because it must what you can do is consciously take note read the signposts and allow them to guide you in whatever is present and coming up for you right now it can show you where to lean in further But in terms of a ritual, like even like burning paper and things like that, I don't always feel that they are needed under an eclipse because the energy at this time is already so buzzing, so ripe and full. The eclipse is the ritual. Number two is know that everyone is experiencing the same moon as you. I know I say this a lot, particularly it's especially important to remember around like the big moons. Some some moons have a more intense energy than others, especially the water, water and fire, but water signs, which is Scorpio, Cancer and Pisces. Water signs, because they're so full of emotion and the moon especially is very at home in its natural element of you know water signs they're super intense and they're bringing up feelings to the surface in everyone so it's all spilling out into the world right it brings up shit so keep this in mind (laughs) keep in mind how you interact with those around you be mindful as much as you can of projecting what's going on for you onto others. And there's a difference between communicating what's present for you, including like when the work that needs to be done is actually within a relationship or about a relationship. Sometimes we need to be able to communicate and express, right? But there's a difference between that and then just wanting to make others hurt alongside you when you feel shit or you know, wanting others to feel and to deal with what you're going through instead so that you don't have to. So be mindful of how you're engaging. And, you know, it's always important to be able to zoom out and just hold, you know, some compassion and some perspective. Can you allow some space for others when their own shit comes spilling out and at you? Can you hold your own inner boundaries and know that it's theirs, it's all theirs, even if they're trying to make it yours. And remember that they have so much inside of them that's also swirling and spilling forth under this moon. Just a little space, a little compassion, as much love and tenderness as you can muster. Alone time will be a blessing in more ways than one right now. Number three is to tend to yourself and nurture yourself. While we're doing this work, while we are courageously traversing the depths and shadows which are coming up to meet us, it is essential to take care of ourselves. So if you're looking for something tangible to do this moon, practice self-care. 
this is the perfect moment to remind ourselves that while we're dealing with this hefty Scorpio moon, we're also in Taurus season. Taurus and Scorpio are opposite signs and they form the axis that we're currently balancing on. And energetically, while they work in different ways, they answer one another in a lot of ways. So while we are emotionally, mentally, and psychically going deep, Taurus anchors us and ensures that we're nourished and grounded in order to be able to keep going and do this work to give us that resilience. Nourishment is essential for resiliency. And being an earth sign, Taurus shows us the tangible things, the things that we can do to support ourselves. Nourish your body with good food. Move your body with love and care. Go outside, sit on the earth, breathe fresh air, touch a tree, look up at the clouds or the stars. Taurus draws us to connect with pleasure. You know, those, those moments of deliciousness. They're simple, but they are so essential. We need these moments and this energy to maintain perspective when we're dealing with big stuff, our nervous systems need it. Our cells require nourishment. Our hearts and souls need the weight lifted every so often to be able to come up for air. You know, they're strong. They can handle the journey to the depths. But we've got to give them that grace and that space as much as we can. Number four is very simply feel. <laughs> Give yourself a moment to let it out in a safe space, in a safe way and form. And that I will leave for you to, to discern, you know, whatever feeling is present for you. What does that feeling need? Tune in, ask it, what do you need? Do I need to move this feeling and energy? Do I need to express this energy through sound or words? Or do I need to write or whatever? But give yourself that space. And finally, and this is true for, yes, this moon, but also kind of <laughs> eclipse season overall, is to breathe. To just go easy on yourself. Know when to let it be. Go slow. And it will pass. And clarity will come. You might not know what this is all about. You might not know what this is happening for. But you don't need to. <laughs> this is the universe moving pieces and calling in the redirect or clearing pipes, you know, in whatever way it sees fit, unkinking hoses. I will say Mercury having just gone into retrograde, that also creates fogginess. So don't feel like you need to get it in quotation marks and have it all figured out if you're not feeling that. Some of you might be like, clear as crystal and you're like I know exactly what's going on I know exactly where I'm going and others you know you might just be feeling like what the fuck is happening what is what is going on <laughs> just trust just know when I when I say these words it will land 
eventually as the dust settles from this eclipse season it will land it will become clear just soften surrender give it space and receive it as it does come all right my love that is it for now i would love to hear how this episode has landed for you was there something in particular that resonated or helped you any moments of clarity let me know. I would, I love hearing. I love hearing and seeing your messages pop into my DMs or emails. It makes me feel like I'm not just, you know, speaking to the void. So I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to support the show and support me, you can do that by sharing this episode. You can take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram or send it to a loved one, you know, who you think could benefit from it. Don't forget to join us in wild kin i would so love to have you there and have your energy woven within our little gathering if you sign up before wednesday may 18th you'll also get that early bird price and if you'd like to hear more about how you can work with me even deeper keep listening my darling it's time to remember the wisdom of the earth the rhythm of the moon and the voice of your womb. If you're ready to immerse yourself within the feminine to connect with that ancient intelligence that lives within you, I'm with you and I'm ready to walk with you. The Wild Heart Journey is a three-month integration of feminine wisdom, womb wisdom, earth connection, ancestral healing, menstrual cycle energy and alignment, cyclical living, fortifying intuition. These are all the threads of the wild heart journey. And it's for you if you want something different to group containers and classes and courses and things like that. This is an intimate one-on-one space, you and me. So this is for you if you want to sieve through and dissect how these things apply to you and your life, your story, your current reality. It's your journey. And together, you and I are tending the soil. We're pulling up the weeds and planting new seeds. Because it's not just about the unraveling of old ways and stories but it's the integration of the new, the new ways, more nourishing, more authentic ways in which you wish to live and lead your life. The Wild Heart Journey is my three-month mentorship container where I walk with you and I can point out the signposts, but you lead the way. And as of now, there are less than a handful of spaces open And if this is calling to you, if your heart and soul are coming online and saying, yeah, we want that, all you need to do is follow your curiosity and that intuitive tug and go to the show notes or you can head to my website and click on the work with me tab and you can feel in even more. You can also read some of the experiences of other beautiful wild hearts who have very kindly shared their stories as well. And reach out to me, message me, email me, ask any questions. 
I am here and I'm so excited to witness you and walk with your wild heart. Okay, here we are. I hope you have one hell of a full moon. Ride the waves, beautiful. Let it crack you open and carry you through. I'm sending you so much love. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Warren.